We have the poll. Who are you most mad at for the Brewers' loss in the na- oh. to the Nationals? We have the options of Josh Hader, Trent Grisham, Craig Council, the Umps. Eric tweets in. Uh, Eric L228, he says, LOL on Grisham. The game was lost at that point. Tied even if he fields it cleanly with still an out to get. Plus, Braun and Hero were out of the game. Yeah, I don't blame I don't blame Grisham at all. It, was it frustrating to see that ball diddle between his legs that I've seen a lot of little leaguers been able to collect? If he would have got it, the game would have been tied. Yeah, would, would have been I, there was bases three were loaded. I, I mean, I don't think the guy from first scores. You, you, you were going to have two outs, a game tied, and a runner either on second or third, probably on second, because you would have to hold them, you know, until the guy from third scores. So and you still have a pitcher that can't throw strikes and locate the zone. Yeah, well, but you're tied. I, I think Council makes a move. I mean, you like think, we, but do you really know what Council's going to no, do? No, you and that's what I was just going to follow up with. You well, don't Miles know for sure. Up, yeah. So I can't go. LOL. Do I think it? I mean, I will just tell you that's not where I'm voting in this. I don't think it was of the four. It was the most egregious. I think it's 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 worth having on this list. I think it completely brought in the winning run. Now, yes, could would, did it would it have ended the inning? No, but he didn't give up the hit. And yes, to Nelson's point, you hater or somebody still would have had to get another out with a runner either on second or third. But you know that that does that change? And you know, by the way, if you go into the ninth inning batting. When it's if it's three three instead of you needing to, you know how bad was Eric Thames squeezing the bat to try and make something happen? Does yeah. his bat go? so look? You could but you could do that till the end of time. The coulda shoulda woulda game. I don't think Grisham's is the worst of the offenses, but I think it's definitely worth being putting putting it into the field of discussion. Yeah, he definitely felt bad about it afterwards because you saw him hanging his his head down in the dugout, and you know I felt bad for him. But to me, it was. A guy he relied on a lot, Josh Hader, who had a lot of magic last season. This year he kind of lost some of it. Yeah. He, he he couldn't find the strike zone. He couldn't find his pitch. I mean, Trent Grisham's a 22-year-old kid that had about a month of service in the big leagues. If there was anyone that was going to struggle in that game, it'd be him and Keston Hira. Yeah. Keston Hira struggled at the plate besides his double. Trent Grisham, in the biggest moment, struggled, but I, I put it on Hader. 100%. Uh, six zero eight three two one sixteen seventy. Terry, welcome to the Joe and Ebo Show. Hey, Terry. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How are you on this wet Wednesday morning? You know, it's bittersweet, Terry. Not and as I, happy as you, Terry. Uh, yeah, I know. Listen to the Cubs. <laughs> uh, hey, at least we had a game, Terry. Yeah, I know, Joe. That makes you so happy. I understand <laughs> that. You've already, you've already informed me that, Joe. How many posters you're going to put up around your living room? <laughs> oh, I'm going to hang a banner. 2019 National League Wild Card. I am hanging a banner. There you go, Joe. And I hope that I hope that is not the biggest moment of your life. <laughs> Terry, how are we doing today, man? Hey, the reason I'm calling is I'm not convinced, and I really mean it now as an umpire, not as a brewer hater. Uh, but I do understand now why you guys are happy when the Cubs lose. If it's on the reverse side, I have to give you guys that. I, I never realized that to an extent. Yeah. But, I guess, but you know, I and I know what I mean, I don't like it. I don't like being like this. I mean, don't wish somebody else lost if we were worth the shit. <laughs> but anyway, uh, my thing is, as far as the umpire goes, you guys need to take the umpire off and put on you guys simply just choke. You went to Colorado against a sub 500 team. You lost all three. And both teams, with games with the Cubs, a minor league team, helped you guys out, which don't think you eat my heart out, and you lost. And, you know, now you come home, and if you're going to go to the ninth inning and blame it on a bat, the instant replay could not overturn, because if it did, it was that close. 
There's no way you guys, if you guys use that as your argument, then you deserve to be the greatest wild card loser of all time. Uh, you know, thank you, Jerry. Uh, I still want to have that beer with you regardless. And I still am going to hang a banner. No doubt. It's a playoff banner. Uh, last I checked, we hang, I mean, don't, don't any, don't, I, I would think even the great proud franchise that is the New York Yankees, if they bow out Ebo in round one, pretty sure they're going to still hang a banner that said they made the playoffs in 2019. I have absolutely Terry zero issue with hanging a banner. I can understand your point of being whining and, and, you know, I again, I quantified it by saying I hate to do the blame the ref game, or in this case, the umpire game. I think it did hit the bat. I don't know that that's the only reason the Brewers lost the game because up until that pitch, which I believe hit the bat, Hayter was still all over the map. And even after that pitch, he still had time to cal- calm himself down. Or if you want to blame counsel, even after that, was it a hit batsman or not? Counsel could have said, well, yeah, that was a bad break, but clearly Hater doesn't have it. We got to get him out of there. So I, I mean, I hear what he's saying, and I, you know, to 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 even have the umpires on this is it the are you whining type game? Or, you know, the, at the end of the day, the the choices is that you just you blew it. Well, once you say them, a lot of people do blame the umps for it, so it'd be foolish to not have it on the the I, poll. It's like the the guy who tweeted it about Grisham. Do I think it's the worst thing? No. Do I think it played an absolute storyline of the game? Him missing that, fielding that ball. Yeah. <laughs> do I think the umpires like for nine innings systematically tried to you know umpire against the Brewers? No, I don't. Do I think that was a bad call that hit the bat first? Yeah, I do. That leaves it up to you as a fan to determine, you know, what of those was the worst. Up on Twitter and Facebook, a couple of people are saying, like, why would you be mad at someone? How about you're just frustrated? Okay, then. Then who are you most frustrated That's, with? What, what does exactly. it matter? Just then, then just answer the question. Who are you most frustrated with, then? What does it matter? Sorry how you term the question. <laughs> I know. Well, what right. does it matter? That's, you know, it's like uh, the, 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 the... I'd hate for Josh Hader to know that I'm pissed at him. <laughs> Uh, That's uh, like my bus pass tweet yesterday. Come on, people. It's, it's the point of the tweet, not how we phrase it. Pull that got up. a lot of play, dude. It did get a lot uh, of play. Eric says, uh, it's A, he's he's frustrated with uh, Hater, but the Brewers needed down the middle Johnson. Char- <laughs> I saw someone, a lot of Mountain someone, Crest, yeah. Someone needed to pitch it down the middle. Yeah. Charlie, Char- Charlie we, was we, fired up on Twitter Ch- last Mountain night. Mountain Crest Johnson was very active on Twitter last night. Chad, welcome to the Joe and Ebo Show. Hey guys, how's it going this morning? Oh, uh, you know, Chad, we, we, you win hey, some, you lose some, right? We're living, we're above ground. Dude, the last decade for Wisconsin sports fans, man. Gut <laughs> punch after gut punch. But we still come crawling back every year. <laughs> yep, <laughs> we'll do it again, we'll do yep. it later this fall for the Packers. We're a glutton for punishment. <clears throat> so, I mean, forgive me if you guys already talked about this, but why pull the hot hand um, on Pomerantz? Oh, Pomerantz like, was dealing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, throwing, throwing stank. I mean, he had, he actually had what he didn't have in Colorado. He didn't have that curveball working, and it looked good. He looked, like, he looked equally as good as Strasburg out there. Chad, there were so many people freaking out when Pomeranz came up before the before a second inning of pitch uh, to bat. They're like, "What's Council doing? How dumb is he?" And then Pomeranz just dealed again in the next inning. Ah, he's he's an intimidating guy, and that's why they brought him in. Was it big he, smooth? Six five, two forty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big smooth, I do like that. So, who are you frustrated with, uh, Chad? Or you just you just let you know move on? on Josh Hader in big critical situations. One thing I've noticed, you know, he has that nervous rock on the hill. Yeah, he had an extra. If you go back and watch the game film, he has an extra rock, a half rock in there before he's dealing, and I think that it had his timing off. 
And I talked about this. I called you guys in May mm-hmm. and talked about the fact that they lost their pitching coach. Yeah. And I think that was a huge deal, and nobody's talked about it on a national media level because, well, hey, they were winning and winning and winning. But yeah, was that after the Reds? Was that after the Reds series? Yeah, I remember you calling in about that. Yep, I call in the hitting and pitching coach. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. And. Yeah. But you move on. What it was an exciting game, but it's too bad we had to come on the L side of things. Yeah, th- thank you, Chad. I mean, Instead. like that's a great call, Chad. And you know, again, you you can you can do this, Evo, till you're blind in the face. You can do this as a fan and just say, give us a day to you know mourn. Um, just like any loss, it's it's part of the yeah, the the yeah. human condition to grieve. And yeah, you can go back and you can start it in June and you can say. Uh, this team was flawed from the beginning, or you can say, you know, the injuries eventually caught up, and you could—I mean, hell—you could, you could even go back to March and say, once, once Corey Knebel was put on IR for the season, the season was lost. I mean, you could go, you could do all manner of what you want to do with how this game, why this game ended, and why the season ended the way it did. What stage of grief are you on? You have denial, anger, bargaining, depression, I'm at bargaining. or acceptance? Totally at bargaining right now. I think I'm still in stage two. Anger. Yeah. Anger. Yeah. I was really, I mean, I couldn't sleep. I was really angry last night. What are for you, Nelly? An hour. Oh, I'm angry. Well, you're always do angry. You, do you think you could take He's the, always angry. Do you think you could take the umps or counsel off the list maybe now for even a bullpen coach? He saw Josh Hader warm up. Yeah. I mean, we, we, who, we, maybe you it? have to call the, maybe you have to call the dugout back and say, Guys, I don't think we should go with Hater. We got to call McClung. Tonight. See, McClung wanted us. We were going to be the bullpen coach, the bullpen catcher, and the guy who answers the phone in the bullpen. I think we need to be Joe and Evo and McClung next year are the bullpen crew. We One of to, us, yeah. we'll rotate being the bullpen catcher, the guy who calls in the pitcher, and the guy who just stands there with a clipboard and watches the pitcher warm Here's up. what's need to happen with Seth McClung now. I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it to the coming right, up next. Let's we'll go to uh, our friend, brother at a hockey game. Brother hey. at a hockey game. Great seeing you on Saturday, by the way, buddy. Yeah, it was great seeing you guys, yeah, too. Yeah, thanks for coming down. Uh, well, you know, it was a pleasure. Uh, I, I, I want to inaugurate a new award, and I'm calling it the Buffalo Bills Heimlich Maneuver Award. Hey, Pete. <laughs> Pete, I'm choking over here. Oh, man. Was it a choke? Is that what it was last night, Pete? Was should yeah, was the they, last caller yeah, right? Should have been a fifth option choked. a choke. They no, that was a choke. I mean, when you when 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 you get Scherzer and you get three runs and you get the the lead right away and take the crowd out of it, but you know you can't you can't finish the deal. You I mean you fall all apart, which is what they did the last weekend. This was just a continuation, but yeah, but. So uh, I, I, and you know, your vast audience, the international audience out there, I'm going to give them the candidates to vote for. So is it A, Craig, I mean, uh, a great counsel, is it Craig, Craig, Craig yeah, whatever. B, uh, B, Grisham, C, Hader, or D, all of the above. <laughs> so yeah. this is the, the, uh, the inaugural Buffalo Bills. Heimlich Maneuver Award. I mean, personally, I think it's the manager because all the, I mean, Joe Madden did it too. The, hey. They just got bailed out by a, a rainstorm, but they, they get to these playoff games and then they overmanage. If, you know, if, if Woodruff is in there dealing, I don't, you don't, I don't care about the next game. I don't care about, uh, just like you don't care about prospects. 
I don't care about the next game. I don't care about next year. You don't, if you're in, in a small market or a big one, you win whenever you can. And the guy was dealing. You play to so win the game, you, Pete. That's right. He did, you know, and so, but he decided he was going to overmanage like he did, like he did last year with the, in the Dodgers series. And, 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 you know, and, and the other, that was the first thing is, I mean, the, uh, their, uh, Woodruff hadn't even pitched, a, you know, throwing a lot of pitches. Yeah. They weren't hitting him. And the thing was that, so the thing, also, I think he should have left in uh, that left-handed pitcher there. There yeah. was, I mean, I knew when he brought in Hayter for a two, uh, 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 six-out save, they were going to have some problems yeah. there. Yeah, Pete, we gotta, I got to run, man. We're, Thanks, we're way up against it. No, nice I, seeing you on look, Saturday, Pete, too, man. Uh, and it was great seeing you. I wish I had more time. We're way late for a break. No, I mean, look, you can do the Oliva. I mean, council. Maybe maybe Nelson was right. Can, maybe I'm, I'm maybe it's a good thing council's on this list. Can I just quote list. Billy Madison quick? Yeah. You blew it. Speaking of disgusting, would you use would you guys use the term disgusting or were you disgusted when we arrived on Regent Street at eight o'clock Saturday morning and found out that one like one of our like you know the, the prize possession? Us, well, right, the three of us are in separate. I mean, it's Joe Ebo and we bring along our Nelly. Does the Plinko board? Is that up there? With it's like, like an appendage of ours. That's what I'm saying. Is it like one of our children? Is it just as important to the show as Nelson is? I mean, without it, Nelson's lost at the tailgate, isn't he? So he certainly was last Saturday. Yeah, um, I love that plinko eh, board. If that thing was gone. There's one less thing be, for me to carry around. There's definitely going to be more uh, footballs flung around. But I, d- I did love that plinko board. I, we had a lot of good memories oh, of that plinko had, board. I mean, it's a pain in the ass. It's it's. You know, it's cumbersome, but yes, the memories out with the positives. I mean, we celebrated 25 years of Wisconsin Lottery the with the Powerballs. There anything more iconic than Powerball? And that Plinko board was there with the lottery to celebrate we 25 didn't even get years. We did to say goodbye to it. Right. So we lost one of our iconic pieces of Badger Game Day and all of our live remotes under very controversial terms. But I'm not going to dwell on the past. Changes opportunity. Bottom line is there's four more home games. We have a, a, a beer release party. Stay tuned for those details, by the way, coming up later this month. Uh, hopefully we'll have a, you know, a Big Ten pregame party. Hopefully we'll have some Packer playoff parties. We got a lot of, a, we got opening day. I'm already counting down to Cubs yeah. Brewers yeah. opening day. We're going to have a final four for Mr. Nelson's Mountain Notice, Greg Gard. We got so much good stuff coming up. We need oh. another opportunity, another method of distributing prizes. So we put an open-ended question on Twitter. Um, what would be your suggestion for a new way to give away our prizes? You know, we got game day t-shirts. We got tickets. We got shots. We got Coors Light swag. I asked you guys the other night to come up with a homework assignment. Yesterday was kind of a, a crazy show, so we didn't get to it. So if you didn't do your homework, I'm going to get the teach. Professor Miller ideas. is going to give you a pass. I did come up with my list of four. What I'd like to do is take all of our lists. We'll take some of the suggestions from Twitter. We'll take the four best. We'll put it to a vote, and whatever wins starting this week and going forward, that's going to be the new method of uh, giving away a prize. So I'll start with the guy that isn't technically supposed to be in charge, even though more often than not listeners take over the prize role. But it should be Nelson's job. So Nelson, as the guy that is in charge of the prizes, do you have a you have a, a wish list or a suggestion of how you like to see prizes distributed starting Saturday? I mean, rock, paper, scissors worked pretty decently well, so I think I'd have to add yeah, that. Yeah, that actually was kind of funny. And you don't have to carry around anything. Right. No one can throw that away. Um, we can throw him away. Also, True. the extra little footballs, if you yep. or if you uh, hit certain individuals, maybe that's a free prize. Now, right. do you think it's a little weird that the mini footballs we print for our tailgate are being thrown over to another tailgate? 
I think it's good. I no, think, I that's, think a, that's a good game of catch. Well, it's, it's great promotion. <laughs> no one throws them back. Though. Yeah, do we want them in our building? Not I got to really Yeah, I've, I've had to really. But I do like pegging people across the street. All right, so your choices, Nelson, are rock, paper, scissors, or chucking the footballs at opposing uh, stations. Yeah. Tailgates. Now, okay. I, I thought of a little idea. Uh, Ebo, go ahead. Do you have a list? Like or any suggestions? You know, you're tailgating, you're drinking beer. What do you do when you're drinking beer usually and partying? There's a thing called beer pong. What if you had a little a little plastic cup and a ping pong ball, and Nelson sets it there by the broadcast? You got to step back a little bit, and if you sink it, you get a prize. I love it. I love it. I'm surprised we didn't. I was thought that maybe would be our backup. I did think the rock paper scissors was pretty funny, um, but I thought beer some kind of. I don't know if you do the whole board, but yes, just one just one one ping pong ball, one cup. Like if you get it in, you get a the big pri- a big prize. If you yes. if you hit it, maybe a smaller prize. If you miss it. Get your ass in the back of the line. Well, Ooh, if at games like Kent State where there might not be as many people, maybe some dizzy bat. <laughs> dizzy bat. I mean, if you've ever been to a Mallards <laughs> game, dude, the, when the Mallards do it, it's usually someone that's hammered and it's like the seventh inning. It's freaking hilarious. Dizzy bat. All right, so well, I, I have one more idea because we do have um, uh, a beanbag toss. So what we if we do have a, those cornhole boards? Yeah, yeah, some cornhole. So what if you just you know you threw it in? If you get um, if you, you get, get one in, shot. You get one shot. If you get it in the hole, you get a you know like a shot or a bigger prize. You get the if bigger you get it on prize the board, on the board. You get and if you miss it all together, get your ass in the back of the line. Or we give you a shot of my lord. <laughs> uh, all right, so those aren't bad. Beer pong, cornhole. All right, here, well, real quick though, one yep. more. We have one from our, our guy Jeff Speth on Facebook. He messaged in. He says, "Dude, I have it. It's perfect. Instead of wheel of fortune, it's the wheel of unfortunate." Well, we or we could bring. I mean, I used to have, and that was another sad tale of woe. But that was more us. We had the shot. Ru- well, we, Nelson, we broke some Nelson and I and RJ maybe got a little after at the one game you oh. weren't there, and that that's on us. That's but yes, okay. Jeff, to your point, and I can get him. I know where I got it. Um, we had a shot roulette wheel. That thing was sweet. Literally just like the roulette when you see in a casino, except we had. You know, we had some nice shots. We had some water, even as a gave, and then we had the worst of the worst, like Malort and Wild Turkey, and some of the big ones. So um, that we, we, I, I will put a shot roulette back on the list. Uh, a lot of people did like shot roulette, but that's the thing you're kind of limiting your unfortunate, right? But you're kind of limiting yourself to. We have other stuff. I don't yeah. know if we could. Uh, we have to talk through we'll that. Talk, one. Yeah, that's All what right. we're doing right now, talking. All right, here's my list. Um, I did think, contrary to what I thought when I saw him doing it. I thought the rock, paper, scissors was pretty funny. It is funny. I think we have to at least consider it. Um, if it's not broke, don't fix it. So I had to put Plinko back on the board. Sure. I mean, we've been doing it for seven years. Everybody love. I mean, what's the one of the most iconic game shows of all time? The Price is Right. What's the most iconic game on The Price is Right? Plinko. Plinko. You think everyone loves it until you show up at the place and they say they threw it away. Right. So I... So apparently not everyone loves Plinko. So rock, paper, scissors was on my list. Just going back to what we did, Plinko. Then here are my two new ones. Okay, we're at a bar. We're celebrating responsibly. I thought of, what if we did a field sobriety test? Oh, Ooh. You know, for different prizes. Yeah. If you can, ref- and I'm not saying I've ever been pulled over, but I watch a lot of YouTube. Uh, We've what seen if, cops. Right. What if you can recite the alphabet backwards? You know, you get one prize. I can't even do that sober. If you can walk in a straight line, toe to heel for 12 feet, then turn on and come back, you yep. get another prize. Yep. If you can touch your nose with your index finger and leave one of your feet six inches off the ground, 
you get a prize. So I thought a perfect idea would be a field sobriety test. I like that we a lot. We aren't going to be giving away many prizes. Well, that's maybe that's, you know, well, then we do a field. Then, uns- then well, it'll be called an unsubrighty test. Well, that's a good thing because they don't lo- out of prizes by half an hour into the show. Or this one, Nelson, right up your alley because it's certainly been a talking point many times on this show. And again, who doesn't love going to the carnival? I think the circus is kind of a diving industry. My fourth <laughs> option would be guess Nelson's weight. Oh, I was thinking of like a trivia or a, gel, a guess thing. Because you don't look at him. He's very husky. Technically, by the Stout. letter of the law, Stout. he's obese. Stout. But I would never guess. if Once he told me what, his weight, what he weighed, I would never have guessed that. So I would like to do like a carnival game. Guess Nelly's weight. <laughs> As he flexes. I, I, oof. You, got, you had some good ideas I've there, been, Miller. I told you I took yeah. it seriously. Man. So, um, so I like the field sobriety test a lot. I like the because I mean you could guess Nelson's weight. I like that, but then someone behind him is going to hear their like. Well, we'd have to be we'd, yeah. we'd have to do it like at the carnival. You go up to like a booth. Maybe so we go have each to, like you guess Nelson's and you guess mine, then you guess yours, then you go back to Nelson, mine, right. and yours. That way the people in line. Yeah, I but suppose. I mean it's a good idea. It's a great idea. Field sobriety is a great one. I don't mind my ping pong or my my uh, beer pong. Beer pong. Why couldn't I think of that? So yeah, we'll we'll whittle them All down. Right. Uh, if you have a suggestion, 608-321-1670. We'll take the best couple and uh, and put these up to a, uh, a vote. Artie Ho, welcome to the Joan hey, Ebo Show. Artie. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? Uh, a little, little little, bittersweet today, Art. Dude, fun times on Saturday, though. Thanks for coming down. Yes, thank that, you for the was, shot. That was great, Artie. That, that was a great day. That was a great day. Hey, all great suggestions. Uh, I agree. Nelson is a little stout. What about either like a Nelson bowling? You put him on a little cart, and then you shoot. I don't know if you have room for that. I don't or know if there's room for that. We can figure it out. Or Nelson or what? Nelson Toss. <laughs> now that one, I mean, like, who doesn't love midget tossing? Yeah, um, I'm making a hernia doing that. Yeah, I was, I was like, tossing maybe, Artie, would it just be like, who can lift Nelson? Like, if you can lift as Nelson. As long as you can hold him. Right. If you can lift him off the ground, you win a prize. And then the longer you can hold Nelson up, the greater your prize. prize is. I like that. I like that. Artie, oh, you know what I really liked on Saturday when we were talking a little uh, literature and we realized that Nelson is uh, Lenny from Of Mice and Men. Yes. Yes, he totally is. He's a little buddy. Yeah, I want to pet the rabbits, George. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I like to get some taters. Yeah. Yeah, I want to pet the rabbits, George. It was a great day. You guys have a good uh, Wednesday. Thank you very you much. You too, Artie. See yeah, you, man. Okay, Artie. Yeah, I'm How really, about that? I'm really thirsty. I want to pet the rabbits. We're cultured around here. During, we're boozing at a badger tailgate, and we're talking literature. Highly intelligent. Of mice and men. I guarantee the four-letter nerds aren't doing that. We are turning a negative into a positive here this morning. If you miss Monday's show, uh, we had a very controversial start to our uh, Badger game day coverage on Saturday when our long-standing uh, prize apparatus, the Plinko board, mysteriously vanished. It was <clears throat> thrown out and broken. Never even got to say goodbye I, to it. I don't buy I, it. I want Gil Grissom. Story I want, stinks. I want Gibbs. I want you I want, know, a whistleblower. I want Holden from Mine Hunters. I want the FBI. I want the I tapes w- declassified, and I want a whistleblower to tell me who did it. Yeah. But I'm not going to dwell on it. Whatever. It is what it is. So we're turning a negative into a positive. We took your suggestions for what should be our new uh, method of giving away prizes on our Badger pregame. You know, we have a big beer release party coming up later this month. Um, you know, we have start of Badger basketball. We always do a buck party bus. So we got a lot of great events. We can't dwell on the past, but we need to move forward. The past is the past. The future right. is now. So we took your suggestions of how we should give away prizes. I thought the idea of the grand prize game from Bozo where we have the buckets and the ping pong balls, and the further you make it in the bucket, the better prize you get. We dress Nelson up as a clown. I thought it would have been hilarious. He refused. HR said we can't make him dress up as a clown. So I will, you know, I'm a company man. I might not agree, 
but I respect the, the, the hierarchy. So fine. The grand prize game is off the list. So Ebo, give us the final four that we are settling on here on the vote and going to decide on this morning. All right, I just threw it up at Zone Madison. Your final four, we've whittled the list down to number one, a field sobriety test. If you pass a field sobriety test, you will receive a prize. You know, like count, count, say the alphabet backwards. I can't even do that when I'm sober. That's tough. It's really tough. But these are good prizes. You know, walk a straight line, yep. touch your... What is it? One I've never I've never done a I wouldn't know this from experience, but, but you I've stand heard. on one leg. Well, you've seen movies and shows. You stand on one leg and you do you touch your nose, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, the next one is throw a mini football through different size holes in a quarterback, quarterback challenge. challenge. That's a great one. Great one. I think our resident booze hound Knutson's gonna make one for us. We will pay you handsomely. We for will compensate you ten dollars. Uh, make a cup in beer pong. Yep. And then finally, see how long you can hold Nelson and then guess his weight. Another great idea. Yeah. So if oh. you peg his weight you'll get a prize. And, and if you hold them for a certain amount of time, you can get a prize. And I will, without giving too much away, it's Hold them in the air, not yeah. just embrace them. It's deceiving. I'm not telling, that's all I can say. He's sturdy. I'm not going to, that, that could mean he looks heavier than he is. He looks lighter. It's harder or easier to pick him up. I'm just saying it's a really good contest if that wins because it's very deceiving. He's thick with two C's. Yeah. Thick. So, uh, all right. Right, I Nelly? Will... <laughs> Dynamite drop in. <laughs> Dynamite drop in money. Uh, all right, so there are your choices. Uh, they are up uh, right now at Zone Madison. Also, Can we look up- at the other Twitter poll here. I'm getting angry again. I want to get to this Packer thing, but yeah, we still have two hours left, so go ahead. The, we had well, let's the- just brush on it real quick. Okay, read, read me the update. Where we're this is, of course, Brewers Nationals. What what's your fallout? There's a lot of blame. There's a lot of uh, hand wringing for what happened last night. So we came up with a list of four. Go ahead. And it's okay to be mad. I mean, there's the five stages of grief. Right yep. now, I'm in anger. Yeah, what are you in? Bargaining. Nelson, you're still you're always in He's anger. He's always anger. Anger. He'll never, never get you'll never get past anger. anger. Um, so it's it's real simple. Who do you not who do you blame? Who are you most mad at? I could just say frustrated because apparently a lot of people out there were upset that I used the word mad in it. Frust who cares? Who are you most mad at for the Brewers loss to the Nationals? Your options are Josh Hader, Trent Grisham, Craig Council. The umps, or you can just say nobody. You could write it in. Just, like a lot of people saying it's a special season. How can right. I be mad? It was a, and it was a great season. There was a lot of excitement in September, yada, yada, yada. But Josh Hader blew it. Josh Hader could not find the strike zone. Josh Hader could not pitch. When you're going to go rely on an all star in a big moment like that, and he goes up to the plate and can't even mm-hmm. locate a fastball, his slider's doing nothing, and he just loads the bases, and Soto goes up and hits that, that blooper, you know, right field, just to be where Christian Yellich should be, but, you know, we saw with the knee injury. I don't blame Trent Grisham for missing that ball. I blame Josh Hader for loading the bases and putting his team up to fail. Or to play devil's advocate and uh, not say this right vote, but it did I'll get over it. Would eventually. you say Craig Council for even even with even if you say the the call was blown and it hit the heel of the bat, you still had a chance. Whether that hit the the batter's hand or the bat, clearly Josh Hader was struggling with command. He had thrown about nine straight balls. He looked like Rick Vaughn. I mean, he wasn't even barely the the, the you know. Uh, uh, you know, Grandal was like jumping up to catch every pitch that Council should have known even before whether that was a hit batsman or not. Council should have said, dude doesn't have it. Get Lyles in there now because Lyles was warming up in the bullpen. They Should they have gone yeah. to Lyles sooner? So you could say it's on Council last night. Well, you've seen – I don't blame Council at all. Council was, Council was a genius throughout the whole game. I mean, having Pomeranz come in and then leave Pomeranz in the game, then he went up there and hit, by the way – that called strike on Pomeranz was not a strike. That was so far down in the strike zone. Agreed. If you're a, if you're a, only the pitcher would get strung up like that. I mean, if it's a batter out there, they would call that a ball. But 
Uh, then Pomeranz comes up and deals again. The big smooth out there for two innings. Pomeranz looked fan- phenomenal. Uh, then you got to trust in Hader, don't you? He's an all-star. You know what he did last year in the playoffs. You know what he's done so far this season. I know he's blown more games this year than he did last year. But in that moment, that was that was a Josh Hader moment, wasn't it? it he, that's he what it. you want. You want. I mean, and you know, to your point, you want. You know, and it's it's competition. It's like to only say the Brewers screwed up is to say the Nationals weren't crying, right? I mean, you, you want. You know, if if it's the Packers and the Cowboys on Sunday, and the Packers are down by two with two minutes left. You want the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hand, right? Now yeah. the question is, can Rodgers lead a drive or does Dallas make a you know a play? Uh, once the Buck season starts and they're playing, you know, a really good team, the Houston Rockets, the first game, and you're down by one. You want the ball in Giannis's hands with 20 seconds left, and you want the offense to clear out and Giannis to do his thing. You want your best players with the ball with the game on the line. Yep. Right or wrong, Josh Hader was the best player the Brewers had in that in that situation. They put the ball in his hand, you choked. and he couldn't make a play. You choked. I need to make. I need to go back and look and see how many of those saves when he blew it were two inning saves. Because I a feel good like save. there are yeah. more two inning saves that he blew than just one inning. I agree with that. I bet you're probably right, Nelson. And look, this goes back to it's nobody's fault, Ebo, and we had this. Now Hater did get better in September, but I remember having right around the All Star break this discussion of. It's not his fault because that's like trying to put a square peg in a round hole. It's like taking Demarius Randall and drafting a corner a safety and making him a cornerback. How did that work out for the Packers? Josh Hader was one of the best, if not the best, setup men in baseball. Corey Knabel got hurt, and then they just, by default, made Hader the closer because that's what you assume you're supposed to do. Well, mm-hmm. retrospectively, should the Brewers and David Stearns, when they still had time to fix the problem in March— went to free agency or went to another team and traded for a closer and said, you should have left Hater all season long as the setup guy and you should have replaced Knable with another closer. They never did. They just, they graduated Hater up to the closer spot and he, his strength has always been getting through the seventh or eighth inning. You know, what did they have last year? Hater, Jeffress, Knable. Once you got to the Brewer bullpen, you weren't winning. They didn't have that this year. You had Hader by himself trying to do it for two innings. And more to Nelson's point, more often than not, if you tried to ask Hader to close a, a game in two innings, it wasn't going to work. And it didn't work last night. Listen, it was a successful season. I expect with Yelly going down, and then Woodruff went, you know, Woodruff went down, then Yelly went down. He had all the question marks and started pitching, all the question marks in the bullpen. And the offense was a roller coaster ride. What they did in September is nothing short of incredible. To get to the wild card game was incredible. But right now, in the five stages of grief, I am number two, anger. I'm not I'm gonna skip over bargaining. I'm not even gonna there's nothing to bargain. I don't know when, I don't know when I'll get to acceptance, but when when we get to acceptance, because I think you're still in Nelson's always in anger. What are you in, Joe? Uh, bargaining because bargaining. I'm, I'm I just did it. I'm in anger. Just said, oh man, if they wouldn't have done this with hater, but the, that's well, so I, it's once stupid. We get bargaining to is stupid. I will give you that. Once we get to acceptance, you'll feel better. We'll we'll know we'll look back and be like, that was a special season. The second time they've ever been back to back playoff appearances. The September was incredible. And there was a lot of good things to come out of it. Just how you lost, how dejected would all the Nash, that whole Nationals Park, how dejected was every fan in there before the eighth inning? I mean, the announcers sucked. And you know what? Screw it. I, whether I sound like a. a the announcers were a bunch shot. of yeah. wussies, Ron dude. Darling. You just made the list. Ron Darling, shut up, dude. The only good thing that guy said all night, and I'll give him one thing, and it was almost like a shot on the Brewers indirectly, but he was right. Like, that stadium was like a dud. 
until Yo, the eighth inning. They were inning. depressed. Like, they it was depressed. So um, yeah, I mean, look, but you could just feel, I I could feel it though when Hader come trying to I could yeah. I could feel it slipping yeah. through the blue fingers. I, I I I was very I, I didn't want to say it out loud. but I could yeah. feel. No, it. No, I had an uneasy feeling. You're right. If you're a Nationals fan, I'm gonna look at it the other angle. That was really cool to see um, Zimmerman get that hit. But was it though? I mean, it was it for a Nationals fan? Pay, Hater, that's actually one of the better pitches Hater made. He ate him up, and it was a miracle broken bat up the handle. I mean, that 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 should have been a little weak comebacker to the pitcher, and the innings over. What I mean, a cool was, moment for Ryan Zimmerman! Yeah, but is it though? It was a fluke. It was a bad hit. But that's the bat baseball. broke. That was just a cool moment for him. So if, you're, if you're a Nationals fan, you're like, yeah, right. It'd be a cool moment if Zimmerman. This is the house that Zim built. Yeah, but if he hit a real, if he hit the screamer down the right field line and clears the bases, he hit a weak little busted bat that should have been a pop-up in the infield. Yeah. That's baseball. How many hard hits were right at someone last night? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're Bronny right. Bronny had one that he could have got. Ah, Braun got screwed. Oh, please. That, I mean, that was a triple. Braun looked That could have been an inside-the-park in the home run. How about this, though? I mean, Trent Grisham, a rookie, in a big moment. <laughs> Poops the bed. Yeah. Keston Hira, rookie, Oof. in big moments, struck out three times. Oof. I know he got a double, but leading up to that, struck out three times. He was swinging at everything. There was just a couple. And Moose, that one error he had where he overthrew uh, Thames on first base and they went and challenged it. That was – there was a couple. Well, here's the thing with the – I know all three people that I were texting at the time, people I saw on Twitter, everyone was questioning why Josh Hader was coming in for a two-inning save. Did you guys not see that same stuff? Oh, yeah, you had, totally. the, you, had the, you had the tease, but we never got to your tease. Yeah, so I oh. was looking into it. Damn it, sorry, Nelson. Sorry, Nelson. So he, he got... Guess we shouldn't have cut him off. No, Brian Ziegler was on for Bad John Flight. True. That takes precedent. 45 opportunities this season to save games. He was successful 37 times. But then when you break that down into two-inning saves, he was 9 for 13. So that means in two inning saves, he closed that game successfully 69% of the time. But then when you look at one inning saves, he was 87.5% of the time successful. That's almost 20%. And you had Pomerantz rolling. Pomer, big smooth was out there <clears throat> dealing. I don't Buckling get, it, dudes at the knees. He's a, he was a starting pitcher most of his career. He can go more than two innings. Why did you have to make Josh Hader go two? We've seen it other times. He struggled more when he goes out for multiple inning saves. I mean, a lot of people wanted to pull Pomeranz after his first inning because when he came up for bat, people were losing their mind that Council left them in. Turned out to be a stroke of genius because big, smooth Pomeranz pitched two phenomenal innings. Worst case scenario, you let Pomeres start that inning and maybe you patch it in and have Hader have to come in and get four outs. Okay, so what's your take on I forget who was up the bat, but when Hader allegedly hit him on the hands, to me it hit the bat. It totally hit the bat. And then it grazed his hand. It was was bang, bang, quick though. I don't know if it was enough to overturn, but you could see the ball hit the handle of the bat, the bat moves, and then it hits his hand. But it was it was bang, bang. It looked like it hit them both. Here's the thing. Time. It you can't overturn it by video evidence, but and this is where sports replay drives me crazy on all sports. There's they all they always treat it like it's some kind of like Zapruder like government redacted film. Like when does common sense ever kick in? Like, yes, there was not a shot on the replay that showed it either hitting the bat or his hand first. But then there's common sense where it's like, dude, do you really think if it hit his hands first, 
that the guy would have reacted that way? Do you think the bat would have moved that way? Like, the umpire knows. These guys are, they're, they're, they make their living around baseball. They all looked at it and said, well, of course it hit him, but is there a, 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 a camera angle that shows, you know, it hit the bat first? Like, you know, we know. The common eye knows the reaction knows that it didn't hit him. The guy would have been like, ah, if it think, hit him. He just like snickered and ran to first base. Think about this. They can't get a perfect angle on that, yet we can find, scientists can find a black hole 55 million <laughs> light years away. That's a good they point. They can get a picture of a black hole that's 55 million light years away, yet can't get a call right with a camera on the field for a baseball game. Should NASA be in charge of instant replay in professional sports? Does space exist? Of course space exists. Does it? Yeah. Nelson, does space exist? Ah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, space exists. 608-321-1670. What it's all say? location, location, location. What are you, a real estate agent now? It, it does not matter how hard you throw. You have guys throwing 98. You got Woodruff throwing 100. You have Brent Suter being effective throwing 86. Hey, all, he, Suter hit 87 last night. Give him the next It's trip. all about location, and Josh Hader had nothing on the ball. Yeah, Josh Hader could not he could not find the strike his, zone. His strikeouts were still sketchy because he was running long counts, missing badly. Slider and when suck. he was throwing strikes, they were right down the middle. He's and guess them. what? If it hit his hand, if it didn't, who cares? You had so many more opportunities to get it. Can he you was ex- missing. Can you explain your tweet of why you, you freaked out about Mauricio Dubon no longer being on the team? Like, what, what, what a random... even ask questions about I'm what I'm just he, curious. What a random tweet to throw out at the end of the game. Think about You me. blamed it on them trading Mauricio No, I Mauricio did not blame Dubon. it. That was just an outburst. <laughs> then you don't get Pomeranz if you don't trade Dubon. Great. Just think about Pomeranz this. Pomeranz was I'm one of the reasons there, why we're in the playoffs. I'm sitting there at my house. I'm like a, a tea kettle on the freaking stove. You're always, you're always a pot boiling. Now. And all that stuff starts happening. Hater looks like a clown. Maybe he should come to the pregame. He ain't got nothing to do. He can dress like a clown and give out the stupid little games. <laughs> hey, stupid little games. We pride He's already got the games. hair for it. Hey, speaking of that, you guys, uh, do you want an update on that poll? Nelson, see, you're learning this Segway stuff. And I, I apologize for cutting you up. But like Ebo said, uh, Brian Ziegler is pretty important when we're, we're talking about honoring our vets. But we've been having, you know, we, 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 we've turned and... and, and Good for the four of us. We've turned a negative uh, into a positive because Monday, well, Saturday, when it was real time, we were all pissed. Um, and then we had Sunday to kind of, you know, recover. And then Monday we came in. I'm and still we, not happy. We rehashed where we lost our Planko board, something that's been been with us since the beginning. Never even got to say goodbye. Um, and we never got to say goodbye. But we're going to turn a uh, a negative into a positive. So we've been, we, we took suggestions all morning. We whittled the list down to our final four of what do you think, how do you think we should now dispense prizes at our Badger Saturday events, you know, we have like a, a beer release party coming up. You know, we do party buses throughout the year. So we have a lot of times where we were at live events and we give away stuff. So we lit, we whittled the list down to four. Uh, we have a field sobriety test because who doesn't love watching drunk people try and, you know, touch their nose, say the alphabet backwards, put their feet in front of another, walk a straight line. Uh, we have beer pong, a modified version. Obviously, we're not going to set up. A dozen glasses and beer, just one. You know, you know, you make one, you get a prize. You make another, you get a bigger prize. So, uh, you know, a, a modified version of beer pong. We have the quarterback challenge because you know we have these beautiful, brand new little zone uh, foam footballs. Beautiful. Who do, I They're mean, the best footballs around? Ask anyone. I don't know why the NFL stopped doing it. Uh, I know it was kind of when NBC had had you know like Sunday NFL football. I know they have the Sunday night game, but when they had like 
all the games on. You know, you would have like Dan Marino and Brett Favre and John Elway in their in their tidy whitey shorts, their nut huggers, and their oh, yeah. their pink tank tops, trying to throw a, a football sixty yards downfield and hit somebody driving a golf cart with a target on the back of it. So we thought we'd make up a modified version of the quarterback challenge. Or our guy Rowdy Razor, who's a big part of Badger Saturday, he's deceptively big. So I think it would be a great idea to do a guess Nelson's weight slash how long can you, can you hold, hold Rowdy Nelson? Who doesn't like to be touched, by the way? Uh, right now, the quarterback challenge, 43%. Field sobriety test, 26%. Beer pong, 18%. Guess Nelly's weight, 11 <laughs> Nelson, are you... We had you in the D, the ultimate debate bracket where there were times where it looked like maybe you were influencing votes one way or the other. Have you Me? had a call to arm? Well, yeah, yeah you, you. you didn't. Well, we had the we tried to save you three times. We tried to save you from a number one seed. Uh, is this one where have you called like all your burner accounts and your friends to not vote for you? I'm surprised I you're don't in know, last maybe place. Twitter's mis- like withholding votes again. They did. It's well documented. And maybe we, we they're did. withholding we, them again. Nelson, we tried to save you not once, not twice, thrice, but thrice, three times. The revolt was a gift, Nelson. I'm keeping, and you didn't want to accept the it. I'm keeping, was, the the painting was, was a gift, BS. Todd. Okay, how about this, Nelson? Keep Now, this could be a write-in. This is from our friend who's behind the glass eyes, a.k.a. Dave from Monona, <laughs> and once again absolutely dominated the grammar here. As always. A field Seabright toast. He must be blindfolded. I have no idea what – I think he's saying a field sobriety test, but he calls it a field Seabright toast. Hmm. I like pwn the tail on Nelson – Hey, Brewer fans, what channel is the game on tomorrow night? See, that part at the end, Dave, is not nice nor the, necessary. The same when the Cubs were on last night. Exactly. But what a pin, What if we get people drunk in a field so Seabright toast and pin the tail on Nelson like I'm got you know, like pin the tail on the donkey. But if HR said we can't, we're not, we, we can't, can't touch legally, booty. we can't force him to dress up as a clown, I suppose we couldn't stick things with him. No, especially on his, his butt. Yeah, that that would uh, Dave. I, I love you, and I, I love the idea of what a field Seabright toast is. But I'm like in the quarterback challenge. Like Knutson just hit me up, and he said, "Well, how big do you want this thing, boys?" So I think he's making it for us. You know, like a, I want like a cornhole bar, Knutson, enough so I can fit into a car easily, right. And it's not cumbersome to carry around, right? And, and that's s- what I, and spikes on the back of it. So next time somebody tries to <clears throat> quote unquote lose it, they end up maimed or disfigured. Or, yeah, or like dismantle it and break it, which yeah. I don't believe happened at all. Uh, no, I think the court. I th- look, I'm happy with any of those. I think those are four great choices. Again, if you missed the show earlier, somebody had suggested the grand prize game from Bozo. That was the buckets Someone, yeah. game. Reader. 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 I thought that should have won it, but it, it it wouldn't require it. But I I don't know how you could do it without a Bozo the clown. I thought it would have been a genius idea to dress Nelson up as a clown. He runs the bucket. We do the brand prize game. But we learn from our HR department that we cannot force. Well, now Nelson says know, we can get Nelson. Josh Hader down there to do it. He's available. He's got <laughs> plenty of time, and he's got long hair. All right, so, yeah, uh, quarterback challenge leading the way. That's what I voted for. I want to go back to Brewers quick. Nelly, I mean, you're, you're full of opinions. You know, you're mad about them trading Dubon. I think that was called displaced anger. Well, I know you're a big Dubon guy. I think it was displaced anger. What do you do moving forward with the likes of Grindall, uh, Excuse me, Mike Moustakis, Thames, Pomeranz. Pop quiz, hot shot. What do you do? What do you do? Just bring it on to Grandal and Moose. I think you hope that Grandal picks up his option because obviously the Brewers are going to pick up his mutual option. It's $16 million for next year. It still makes him one of the top five highest paid catchers in the league. Isn't Moose looking to get a payday? Moose He's been looking to get a payday for 10 years. Yeah, he'll and pro- he had a great year. But what does he do every single year? He goes and looks for it. So I will... Guarantee he doesn't pick up his option for next year, but 
but maybe I'll back? be pleasantly surprised. Eric Thames, he's might have played himself into an, picking up his option. I think it's $7 million, seven and a half maybe. And a great home run song. He might have played his way onto the next year's roster. Eric Thames Lingdoodle. Hell yeah. Turn it on and rip that knob off. He hit one last night. What, what do you think, though, Nelson? You know who's playing tonight, speaking of first baseman. You're going to be rooting for Jesus Aguilar for the Rays tonight? Nothing but love for Jesus. You want Jesus back? Who, he, he, could it be one of those they rent a player? G-Man Choi. G-Man Choi's my dude. G-Man Choi. They have G-Man and Jesus. G-Man Choi is the truth. If the Brewers would have kept him, they would be in the World Series this year. Mark my words. I don't want to put you on the spot, Emo, because this is all totally hypothetical. Yeah, what's up? But, you know, I sent you and your brother, the founding members of the Mike McCarthy fan club, that that gif of uh, Mike McCarthy in a uh, in a Viking uniform or as a Viking head coach. Would, you know, being, and I know you personally say the Bears are your biggest rivalry, uh, would you, would the Mike McCarthy fan club be reinstituted if he, now this is all hypothetical, so you're under no obligation to answer, but well, yeah, would, it's just a random photo shot. would you bring back the Mike McCarthy fan club if he was the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. Well, first of all, the Mike McCarthy fan club never left. So it's it's still there. It still exists. It still is a thing. I did ask the president of the Mike McCarthy fan club that very question last night. I mean, what would we do? The the Vikings are awful. That's an awful entity. uh, I needed an official statement from the president of the Mike McCarthy fan club. Thor Sanity says, and I quote, I would publicly announce my personal fandom is for Green Bay, but professionally, as club president, would support Mike. It'd be a tough scene. I don't know if I could go through with it. Because I just a, hope that Tomlin gets fired and then he goes to Yeah, the the, you know, it's it, again, could like, go to Atlanta too at the end of the year. When 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 Favre went to the Jets, of course they still wanted him to be the Packer quarterback, but you had a first round draft pick in Aaron Rodgers, you had to at least play it out. There wasn't really a threat of the Jets to the Packers. If Mike McCarthy, which I think that probably is the more likely landing spot if he is going to coach again would be Pittsburgh. The Steelers aren't a threat to the Packers. No. The Vikings. Do you think are... they really get rid of Zimmer? No. no. I, that's what people are. Where people I think they get rid of the Spielman, maybe the GM. Yeah. It, how it, the Vikings defense is not the reason they're two and two. It's Kirk Cousins. It's Kirk. It's a hundred. There, there's one reason. They have the NFL's leading rusher. They have a top five defense. They have two Pro Bowl wide receivers. It's Kirk. The only reason the Vikings are two and two is their quarterback. Why would you get rid of the head coach? Well, I guess but I Ma- wouldn't. You know, Mike McCarthy does have his Mike McCarthy school of quarterbacking. He did groom Aaron Rodgers and gave Brett Favre the best numbers of his career. That's true. I mean, you can look at the facts. It's right there staring you in the face. People will say it's fake. He, it's he not. saved Brett Favre's career. He did. Brett Favre put some of the best numbers of his entire career when Mike McCarthy came, and he groomed Aaron Rodgers. So, if you want to turn Kirk Cousins around, that would be the thing to do. But right. Big Mike's going to Pittsburgh. Maybe Atlanta. Well, that would be an interesting take because even though defense isn't the problem in Minnesota and Zimmer's a defensive guy, McCarthy being an offensive guy and to his credit, I believe did play a major role in Aaron Rodgers' development and I believe did play a role in prolonging and and resurrecting Brett Favre's career. Thank you for speaking common sense. Yeah. Would the Vikings say, look, we already have the defense situated. We don't need a defensive coach here. We need an offensive coach. We've saw what McCarthy did. Can you imagine if he did? Can you imagine if McCarthy did go to Minnesota 
and Kirk Cousins was a Pro Bowler next year? Oh, man, would pack. Do you think they'd be already upset? I don't know what I'd do. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if Cousins had, like, 37 touchdowns and, like, six interceptions and, like, 4,000 yards next year and the Vikings went 11-5? and Is it possible to vomit feeling sick to your stomach over it but still feel (laughs) proud at the same time? Well, that's for you. I I don't – I mean, I I think McCarthy got a raw deal. I think firing him midseason was an embarrassment. Did a change need to happen? Yes. yes. He was done so dirty. That season was already lost. I mean, to do that – the season was lost. Just give up. But I don't love him at the same level that you do. I – boy. I mean, because I love – I told you, when Favre signed with the Vikings, I went into my closet. I mean, Goodwill Goodwill had the biggest day of its life. I was pissed. They probably got four garbage bags worth of Packer gear because I, I, I mean, I was done, man. Everything that had Favre or four or '96 Super Bowl or anything that was associated with Brett Favre, I like purged. Mm. But McCarthy's the coach. Is, is it different with the coach than I mean, well, iconic it's just player? Some, it was just a tweet from. No, I know that, but it makes it brought up an interesting discussion. A lot of people on Twitter it, I'll said, say this, "What if I, it happened?" When I saw Big Mike in the purple, I about, I about threw up. I like puked in my mouth a little bit. Uh, and it really tests the Mike McCarthy fan club. Um, all right, so what would be okay? What would be? I need to meditate on it. What um, if? What would be? Let me see. Is because what's going on in here? By the I, way, the cackling hens. Because it started. We were talking about Joe Madden, right? And look, if Madden were to go to like St. Louis or the Reds, it'd be you know in the division, like Joe Madden going to the L.A. Angels, where the yeah. Brewers play interleague Bye, every. Out, yeah, yeah I mean that. Who cares? Who cares? Now, like the Cubs. Do I think the Cubs are in danger of like imploding? I do. Yes. Would it be hilarious? Please hire it the would. guy that won Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the 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 catcher David Ross, who's like the lead analyst for ESPN, because that's like the new model, right, for head coaches and managers. Is like you go to the broadcast booth mm-hmm. and you pull guys out of the booth. So I I get it, but I just love that the Cubs are like they don't even know what they are right now, and you know they if Madden shows up on. The Angels and Raw. And then you have, like, oh, by the way, Theo Epstein, who's kind of said, yeah, I like rebuilding things and, you know, building things up. Like, you've already taken the Cubs as far. Like, you're already, you've done it, right? You well, got, I know what the, why I know would, the Cubs are. They're worse than the Brewers. They're definitely worse than the Brewers. <laughs> and they have the second highest payroll in yep. baseball. Anyway, I, I thought that was interesting with with Madden and McCarthy. Like, I, Does you Theo know, Epstein stick around? Like, Well, that's I, what I was just saying. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, Nelson. Wake hey, up in there. We're doing a show. What was the, when did you see that about Epstein that he likes to like rebuild and like move on? Like, do you think when he's going to say that? Yeah, was that in Earlier a book this week, last week? No, I know. Where did you see? Was that a, did, was Where that a did recent I see it? comment? I read his biography when I was in high school. So, do you think the tea leaves say that he will leave then? Because we Madden's going to be the next head coach of the Angels, right? I mean, we agree on that. I would put money on Epstein's out of Chicago in two to three years max. So, you think he does stay for next year? Uh, probably, especially because he he let go of jo- uh, Joe Madden. I feel like if he was going to leave, he'd dip out now and let the other GM do whatever he wants. Yeah, that's, that's a good just point. Kind of how I see it. So they have the second highest payroll. Do you believe they will blow it up, or do you think he'll try and buy his way out of this next year? <clears throat> I think they'll keep their core. I think Baez, Bryant, Rizzo, and Contreras will be kept. The rest of the roster, Zobris is going to retire. Um, Schwarber yeah. could be out. Which, if you're a Cubs fan, whoop de doo Schwarber, one of the most overrated Cubs of all time. Um, Reach it, no. Hayward stuck there because of his contract. Kimbrel was Kimbrel's multiple year deal, so he'll be back. He's a sieve. I'm trying to think what else. 
Lester's aging. I think he's towards the end of his contract. They have some question marks. Are the Cubs primed to explode? Well, that's what I'm saying. As, as bad as we feel today as Brewer fans, and we'll I wait and see. I, I think the Braves are going to beat the Cardinals. But, yes, the Brewers have questions. But this would be the first offseason where, I mean, even though the Brewers went further than the Cubs last year, a lot of people still think the Cubs were better than the Brewers going into this season. This has got to be the first offseason where you say the Brewers are better than the Cubs, right? Right now, who would you rather? What roster would you rather have, the Cubs or the Brewers? I think it's a toss-up. How much? Are, how much money are the Cubs willing to shell out? Are they willing to shell out more money? What moves are they willing to make with the Brewers? What moves are the Brewers willing to make? Yeah, are Brewers they ready to questions. shell out any more money? Do they want to shell out money to keep Mustakis? Do they want to shell out money to keep Grandal if he doesn't pick up his sixty million dollar option? Do they want to buy starting pitching? Because guess how much starting pitching they bought okay. last year? How many times? Zero. Have, how many has Moose gone out just about every year he can and tried to find a big time deal and yet can't land it? Yes, he can't like the secure the bag. Three or four years. And then he can crawl back to the Brewers. Crawls back to the Royals. Crawls back to the Brewers. What do you think, Moose? He's coming off Moose, one of his best seasons, though. You would think he well, would Moose, get a Moose better. Moose isn't pay. paid like a top ten third baseman, is he? No, he he got like seven million dollars this year. I think his option next year is for eleven. And he could realistically, what's a what's a top. 10 third baseman get He paid. could realistically make 15 plus. Damn. All right, Arietta, you Darvish or Keiko, who are we getting in the offseason? None. Do <laughs> you ever feel bad that you didn't go down to Oklahoma for Keiko? Is he starting game one? Who's starting game one for the Braves? He's starting game one. Damn it! See, if we had Keiko last night, Nelson, the Brewers would have won that game. Well, Woodruff you could have gone problem. Keiko, then Woodruff, or Woodruff, then Keiko. See how the Nationals, Strasburg saved it for him. They didn't have Strasburg. Brewers would have scored two more runs. Yeah, I mean, they still have Corbin. Hindsight's pretty good. Do you think there would ever be in any scenario they would have been Pomeranz three innings? That's the, the whole... Is there any scenario? Yeah, do you think Craig ever does that? I think there would be a lot of different times that he would have. Pomeranz go three innings? You he was knew, a starting you knew pitcher Hader. his whole life. You knew Hater was trotting out in the eighth. Like, even before he started warming and up. And like we said, a lot of people knew that. A lot of people had bad feelings in their stomachs. Can you find me a Nelson for your – you don't have to do it right now because we're short on time and I just sprang on Can you find me a list of 30-plus-year-old AAA pitchers the Brewers have that we can target for next year? I know I don't have that list, but I'm sure David Stearns <laughs> has about a whole – David Stearns, he has that, like, Michael Schofield from Prison Break. He's got a list got a whole of 30-year-old men tattooed on plus. his body. Binder of 30-year-old here, here, Here's your stipulation to become a, a Brewers quadruple-A player. 30-plus, you throw 90 miles an hour, and your best days were probably four years ago. I wish we had more time. I would be like a Twitter poll. Does David Stearns have the number of every minor league pitcher over 30 years old in his, in his phone uh, address? He plug? totally does. And your odds probably spike if you play in Korea. <laughs> does David Stearns, is David Stearns on a first-name basis with every AAA pitcher over the age of 30 yes. who can't hit 90 on the gun? Yes. Jeff Supon might be getting a call. What's, yeah. what's McClung Yeah, but he doing? might be older than let's 40. McClung. It's a target age, Nelson. It's 30 to 35, I think and you have to be in the minor leagues. I think Supon was in his <laughs> mid-30s in 2008, so yeah, he might be a little oh, past his prime. Man. You're only hey, the that smartest didn't stop the Brewers hey. from signing him once when he was past his prime. Nelson, you're only the smartest guy in the room till when? You're not. That's right. Put it on a hashtag. 